the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The woman who kidnapped the two five-month-old twins in the car that was running outside the Donatos in the short north will remain in custody until her case goes to trial. She waived her right uh, to a bail hearing yesterday, and so she'll remain in custody. I think that's good, number one, because she'd stolen uh, cars before, uh, and her life has been uh, filled with brushes with the law and lots of personal adversity, and I believe the safest place for her is in custody. So uh, I believe that's good. Somebody has been able to reach her and talk, uh, you know, uh, talk to her about things that I think would, would be good for her. And so uh, we will see what happens with that. Uh, also in court yesterday, uh, Hilliard City Schools has asked a federal judge to dismiss a civil lawsuit brought by the eight sets of parents in the district over the teachers into Hilliard's handling of LGBTQ issues. This goes back to the badge issue where the teachers are wearing the badges with the transgender alphabet mafia flag on it. And the badge says, I'm here. It also says somewhere on there is the word safe, I believe. And the clear implication being, hmm, let's see. If there are some teachers wearing a badge that says I'm safe or I'm here and there are other teachers not wearing said badges, then we must have some teachers in the Hilliard District who are safe or here and other teachers who don't care anything about me as a person. So that is one reason why the parents have said no. And then there are a whole host of other things in their lawsuit, which I have read is filled with correspondence with the district, and they certainly attempted to get this resolved without going to court. They're not asking for any money. What are they asking for? Uh, They are asking that the district prohibit teachers from discussing sex and gender with students. Did you ever think you'd have to ask for that (laughs) back when you were in the first grade? Heaven forbid my teachers felt comfortable talking about that with me. You know, I know some of my teachers from back then, they would have been mortified if they'd have been told they had to discuss that. Good point. Yeah. Eighth grade. I remember the the talk in school, and I'm pretty sure my parents probably had to sign one of those, you know, Mm -hmm. consent forms to let me attend that class. But eighth grade, not first. Not first. Or second. Or fifth. The point I made when I spoke at the... uh, luncheon which was that i forget what the name of the organization metropolitan club and i made the point at the end we were talking about house bill 616 then which would prohibit teachers from being able to discuss sex transgenderism homosexuality grown-up topics with kindergarten first second and third graders and i made the point to everybody in the room i said you know congratulations you're all here today you're all business leaders you're all captains of industry and leaders in your respective fields I said, so, uh, you're, you know, we've heard from the other side here, from the teachers union idiots and from the LGBTQ people, 
that this is essential, that kids will be denied the ability to really understand life and be successful if they're not taught this at the earliest of ages. And you, y'all are in this room here. Y'all lead your industries. How many of you had this before the sixth grade? Raise your hand. How many of you? Not a hand went up. And I'm like, well, y'all managed to overcome your glaring lack of sexuality before the sixth grade. Pointing out, of course, the absurdity of the argument on the other side. Now, the parents in Hilliard just want the teachers to stop wearing the badges, which they should. I love the way the dispatch, man, you guys work a little harder, Jordan Laird, at trying to hide your prejudice. One of the paragraphs in Jordan Laird's story reads this. I love this. This is so funny to me. At least one Hilliard school parent told the dispatch he denounces the lawsuit, saying saying the plaintiffs don't represent a majority of the district's families and that the district handles issues of sexuality and gender well. At least one Hilliard parent. But he says the eight don't represent the majority of the district's families. But he's one. He's one, and there's eight. And believe me, if there was more than one, they would say how many there were, because there's only one, or there's not more than eight. But his opinion matters more than the eight. Okay. Not okay. And here's a quote from Tony Sharp, father of two students in a Hilliard Elementary School. The implication that children are somehow being indoctrinated is ludicrous. Why? you got teachers wearing the badges. <laughs> what do you think kids are going to do when they see a colorful flag on a badge? Hey, Mrs. Smith, what's that badge you're wearing? What's that flag you're wearing? Oh, well, Jimmy, I'm non-binary. Let me tell you what that means. And then she can hide behind. The kid asked me. I'm allowed to answer the kid's question. Why do you think they're wearing the badges? Of course. Quoting again from Woke Tony father of two students at a Hilliard Elementary School. I have not seen, nor have I heard firsthand from any other parent. Notice that word firsthand. So he's heard it. He's heard it from other parents. He just has to work that word firsthand in there. I have not seen. Also, you haven't seen it, so it's not happening? Well, the eight who sued have seen it. Okay? Like, sorry, Tone. Your lack of seeing might be a possibly... Lack of looking, maybe? Is that possibly because you haven't looked, you haven't seen? <laughs> this is so nonsense. Oh, So, depending on what kind of federal judge we get, that'll be dismissed or it will be continued. And even if it is, I don't know if it's dismissed, if it could come back. I mean, if this was going to end up in front of the Ohio Supreme Court, it'd be great. But since it's a federal court, mm, don't know, don't know. So I hope the... Uh, Teachers don't give up on that. Now, uh, for Woke Tony and others who think that this nonsense is not happening in schools, uh, let's go back to the topic I began the show with today, accuracy in media and their undercover investigation. And they were here in Columbus last week, and they got Groveport and Bexley and UA critical race theory advocates on tape confessing that, yeah, it doesn't matter what the state of Ohio does. We're not going to pay attention to what the state law is, even if it's passed. We're going to continue to do what we're doing, and we're already doing it. And we are definitely teaching critical race theory. Well, now, Accuracy in Media, whose head, Adam Gallette, will join us at 12.05. They're in Cincinnati. 
And I play this not because, you know, I think I have a ton of Cincinnati listeners, although we have some, but just to show you how pervasive this, this, this hubris, this pride, this disdain for parents and disdain for the law and this commitment to their ideology is. Uh, you are going to hear here from Vivian Alvarez. Vivian Alvarez is the assistant principal at Ma- in Mason High School. Mason High School is a ginormous high school. Lots and lots of kids go to Mason High School. Here she is talking about Governor DeWine and whether Governor DeWine signs a law barring CRT. Eh, really doesn't matter to Vivian Alvarez or the people in Mason. Even now, I mean, the most recent, I'm sure you, like DeWine passed the, the bill for teachers to receive like 24 hours of training and they can carry. I, I'm here. I mean, our superintendent came out with a whole statement on it. It's like, I'm going to tell you that's not going to happen. <laughs> so even though the governor said one thing, uh-uh. Because it's it's local decision. It yeah. really is a local decision. So he can pass it, just like anything else that he passes, but it's up to the local government, which is our governing board, the board, to decide whether or not. I think you'd have a lot of educators, especially in this area. So even if they did that CRT ban thing locally, they'd be like, eh, not for us? There's enough for us to not call it that. Hmm. Sly. Is that how it works in Columbus with the gun ban? Like, can we just say, eh? I ain't paying attention. Really sly there. Yeah. I mean, the law is the law, is it not? No. Not in Mason. And not in Cincinnati Public Schools. Here's David Traubert. David Traubert's an important voice on this. He's the head of social studies curriculum in Cincinnati schools. So that's where CRT would be. David Traubert ought to know if it's in there or not. You'll hear what he has to say about whether CRT is or is not. In Cincinnati schools. And again, top of the hour, we will talk with Adam Gallette, Accuracy in Media. Thank goodness for him and his people. Their work in Upper Arlington has resulted in Matthew Boaz, the head of DEI, taking a leave of absence. A voluntary one. (laughs) Sure. Sure, it was voluntary. I am looking forward at 12.05 talking to Adam Gillette, the head of Accuracy in Media. Accuracy in Media, undercover investigation, Columbus area schools, asking about critical race theory, its immersion in curriculum. We found out it is being taught, even though the people overseeing its instruction say, ah, we have ways around. When parents ask us about, is this being taught? Is that being taught? Well, we have a way to... Phrase it so that they go away, or we have a way of sneaking it in so that they don't know it's there. Now, Accuracy and Media moved its investigation to Cincinnati and found that, what do you know? It's also being taught in Cincinnati. By the way, Cincinnati schools, along with Columbus City Schools, Dayton City Schools, Dayton Public Schools, Cleveland City Schools, they are among the 100 districts who have sued to do away with Ohio's Ed Choice program. So let me get this straight. Right now, Ed Choice in the state of Ohio is limited to kids whose parents are economically challenged or disadvantaged. You cannot get an Ed Choice scholarship in the state of Ohio unless, as a single parent, your income is under 35000 or as a family, your income is under about 70000 So the kids whose 
parents can't afford to send them to charter schools or private schools are the ones the teachers unions want to keep the poor kids enslaved to public schools, which are underperforming. It's not a good look for teachers, by the way. Is that also – I'm just double-checking. Is that also tied to if the school your child would normally go to has poor – it can be, yes. Statistics. You have to, and for a while, a bunch of schools that really weren't underperforming were rated underperforming. Okay. And so they fixed the ratings to limit, shocker, at All the right. behest of the teachers union, they mm-hmm. fixed the ratings to limit. Yes, you could you could go to another school if your school was rated a failing school. Right. So, is that still the case? Well, uh, it is, okay. but the teachers unions know that Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland are more apt to be rated failing schools. So they can't argue that, no, if we have a failing school, we don't want the kid to get a better education. They can't argue that. So what they argue is that it's unconstitutional to take money away from public schools and give it to kids to go to charter schools or to go to private schools because it hurts the public school. See, you're damaging the public school. Now, the public school has plenty of money. In Ohio, the average amount that the state gives per pupil to public schools to finance that child's education is $16,000. Wow. $16,000 per pupil. Iowa just passed a law that what the state of Iowa gives per pupil for a public education, now any parent, any income levels, not relevant, any parent in the state of Iowa can say, I want the amount of money that the state of Iowa would spend on my kid to go to Des Moines Public Schools, Ames Public Schools, Cedar Rapids Public Schools. I want that money. I want to use that money to send my kid to a private school. And they can get it. That's because Iowa has a a real Republican governor, Kim Reynolds. And she prioritized that in her election campaign. What did Mike DeWine prioritize? Not debating Nan Whaley. That was a big priority for him. Now, I wanted wanted DeWine to win over Nan Whaley, but I, I foolishly thought... Mike DeWine would actually, like, you know, be responsive to his voters who clearly want the backpack bill. But he's not going to do it unless he's pressured to do it. So I think we might have to team with our friends at Center for Christian Virtue, Accuracy in Media, Ohio Press Network. We just might have to put a little pressure on the governor and on the Republicans at the State House. I feel a protest coming on. I feel a picket coming on. I feel a grassroots effort to make these people accountable to the people who put them into office. So back to Cincinnati. What did they find out? Here's David Trabert, head of social studies curriculum, Cincinnati Public Schools, on camera, on tape, with accuracy in media, talking about CRT in Cincinnati schools curriculum. To stay in my position, if this this law does go through, I would have not forbid... Then, then we will be just as like covert in our in our. So he said, he wants to, heaven forbid, this law goes through in Ohio that outlaws CRT, and that he will be covert. Listen for it again. Should I be able to, to stay in my position if this if this law does go through? I, heaven forbid. Then, then we will be just as like covert in our in our wording of our. As long as I'm in the seat and don't lose my job over it. <laughs> if you have to. Yeah. It's unfortunate, yeah. but Just change the name, to. same thing. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. you got to love a guy who has the courage of his convictions. 
up and until the point where he loses his job over it. Notice, he's he's only going to go to bat for it if he doesn't lose his job over it. And in his case, he's going to defend it because he's a social studies teacher. Yeah, of course. Social studies. He can do it. He can green light it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, he's a social studies teacher. But don't you think for a second that critical race theory is only taught in social studies? Here is Mr. Traubert once again talking about how it's ingrained in language arts curriculum. We have a whole um, department of positive school culture cool. and social-emotional learning. The social-emotional learning standards that go K-12 to have also been crosswalked with our ELA curriculum. So they're... they're so usually the SEL stuff is going to be in the English... Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it's a way to get anti-racism and social justice understood by children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ELA is English language arts. So they're getting critical race theory into the English English language arts program. It's a way to get kids knowing what it is. And Mr. Traubert goes, mm-hmm. Now, here's the superintendent of Wyoming schools. His name is Tim Weber. He responds to a question from Adam Gallette. Are you able to talk about social justice or anti-racism? So we we, we do move forward with that. We do. Uh, and, and Love so, that. I would say um, that's where we feel, feel pretty confident. You know, we, we as the superintendent, I, I do choose words wisely, though, to make sure that we're, we're able to move forward. I want to make sure that we're, we're, we're moving forward with the right frame of mind and reference, and, and I don't want to be stopped at the most important word that, that yes. we right. That's why belonging is really that, that key word that we focus on. We, belonging, we deal which with is a way to talk about social justice without raising a red flag against it. Mm-hmm. A way to teach social justice without raising a red flag? Mm-hmm. Notice he talked about belonging. See, we don't talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. We talk about belonging. He goes, what parents against belonging? you got to learn the woke language. you got to learn the buzzwords. So it's in Cincinnati, and it's in Columbus, and chances are it's everywhere. Here's Melissa Stewart, Assistant Superintendent, Indian Hill Schools. We do responsive classroom. Um, they have tied social justice, we don't call it that, but we've tied social justice very much into that. Any new teacher, so every teacher in this building for sure is trained in that, and any new teacher coming in, like we just hired new teachers, yeah. they spent a whole week long with um, a PD, a developer, and he came in for five days. Um, but all that work is kind of embedded in building a community so that all our learners are safe. All that work is embedded. Wonder how much that guy cost. <laughs> responsive classroom we tie social justice to all of it and she says but of course we don't call it that of course not you get caught adam Gallette, head of accuracy and media next on the bruce hooley show three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.